Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. What's up, Degenerates? Welcome to the clubhouse. Was that better? <laughs> Fucked it up last time. It was confusing. <laughs> what did you say? Welcome to the clubhouse, Degenerates. Something like that. And we're like, is You're like, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's a comma. Did you not hear the comma? No, I didn't hear the comma and phrasing. I, I think we fixed it. Probably. And with that whole explanation, it was super smooth. So we're just hitting the ground running off after two weeks off. Why were we off, Aaron? Why, why were we? Why did we have a hiatus? Because I was sick in bed for two weeks. And with that, Mondo, I have to say I'm very disappointed in you. Oh, what the fuck? What did I do? I mean, or what didn't I do? I, I caught this illness uh, from my father. Mm-hmm. Dear old dad decided to go on a day trip to go skiing. But I still can't wrap my head around multiple facets of this adventure he went on. His, his leg hurt too bad to drive a car, but somehow he could go skiing. Okay, sure. I don't know. I've never been skiing. But he, so he rode a shuttle bus with a bunch of sick people on it, didn't wear a mask, came back. And then I didn't catch the illness from him for like, probably like 10 days. I mean, I was just running away from him uh, like he was a plague zombie. Like uh-huh. it might as well have been, are, are they, are they slow moving in The Walking Dead? They're normal. Yeah, normal. They don't run. They kind of shambling? Yeah. Do they do they cough without covering their mouths a lot? Yeah, perfect. So yeah, he was exactly like a Walking Dead zombie running away from them. And then after doing all this work and building their fence for them, then I immediately catch it. I mean, I built a hundred and forty feet linear feet of fence, and the thank you was, here you go. Here's this fucking gnarly virus that you get to deal with for two weeks, Mondo. This is why I'm disappointed in you. Why? I texted you and I said, Mondo, if I murder my father, are you oh. down to provide me with an alibi? And I didn't get a yes. Well, it took. I, I was trying to figure out how to respond to that. Like, should I say yes, I, I'm willing to help bury your dad? Or should I say... No, what did no, I, no, I didn't want you to help bury him. I just wanted an alibi. What did I... What did I? What was my response? Oh, my response was like, that bad, huh? Or something like that. I was like, what the fuck? That doesn't help me constructing my alibi to throw the cops off my trail, you know? And now I've said this all out loud on a podcast. Yeah. So, like, I'm really fucked if I decide to kill him. Yeah. You should probably shouldn't do it. Mother, when a friend asks you for help, you help them. Didn't you say he, like, coughed on your food or something like that? Or I don't think that's what got me sick because I didn't eat it. But, yeah, I was watching him. My mom had made food and... The, the stove is to the right of the sink, so he's facing the sink. I don't know what he's doing. He just hangs out in the kitchen for like an hour doing God knows what. And I'm watching them, though, and he's, he's doing something in the sink, and he turns to cough, and by turning is pointing directly at the food, coughs once, coughs twice, and then on the third cough covers his mouth. And I'm just like, what the, f- D- did we not just go through a whole pandemic? Did we not get inundated with all this shit about like, this is how a respiratory virus, uh, virus spreads like water droplets, phlegm that no, I don't think any of that's sunk in. So it's just a reminder again, like if you didn't learn the first time, it's a reminder again, like how, how kind of gross we are naturally. And then when the pandemic happened, we're like, Oh yeah, we're gross people. Like we're a gross species and, you know, not washing our hands after going to the bathroom, that kind of thing that we we tried to make normal during the pandemic. No. No. <laughs> Aren't there, like, more, like, illnesses? Like, uh, like I saw something about the CDC and some other disease recently. I did, after day five or whatever, I'd gotten, like, an automated email from my doctor's office. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll call him. I'll tell him I'm sick. And he, basically what he said is there are, all kinds of things going around right now because for like two years, no one was getting sick because there were all these mask requirements and like just like the common cold had basically kind of disappeared for a couple of years. And now that all that stuff is is being lifted or has been lifted, even just like regular cold viruses are hitting people really hard because mm. they're new strains that we're not used to. So he that's big, kind of what he said. He's like, you probably just have you know, whatever it is like the rhinovirus, it's like a, you know, just a cold virus, but it's a strain you've never, you know, encountered before 
And then I guess. Are you so, making sex with rhinos? You know, <laughs> I haven't gotten to the Denver Zoo yet. That's, that is on my bucket list. Uh huh. You haven't gotten to the zoo yet? You've been out here no. for years. No, I've never been. And you know, because I'm banned from so many zoos Uh-oh. for trying to have sex with the rhinos, so that I don't want to get banned from the Denver have Zoo. Have you gone to like any. Any of the like the the aquarium or uh, what's uh, Elitch Gardens? I think I've been to the aquarium, Namando. J- just from a, a functional standpoint, like how exactly, j- just logistically, would you have sex with a rhino? Well, you you'd have to hit it from behind. There's no way it would mount you. You'd be in trouble. Like you'd be you'd literally be be fucked. Yeah, no, I, I think you'd be crushed. Yeah. Emotionally, physically, especially if the rhino wasn't tender. Uh-huh. But no, no, but I, I, it's like, are you going to trank it? You know, there's that thing, like how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh-huh. How many people does it take to screw a rhino? Don't think about it too hard. I didn't. This is this is a complete tangent. And then, and then let's get on to Florida Man. Mm-hmm. That did remind me, though, uh, Finn and I, mm-hmm. my, my dog, uh, you know, like yesterday was like one of the first days I was actually feeling better. So we went from, for a walk. We walked, uh, you know, into your neck of the woods, into Belmar. And there's this property that has like a horse barn uh, kind of in between the two of us. And that was the first time I'd ever seen a horse with a fully erect penis. Oh, they're huge. They're fucking like they, as big as my arm. It, it was not even a baby's arm, Mondo. It was like <laughs> like maybe a, a second grader's arm. Yeah. And he was just, just chilling there, looking over the fence at us, just full, full deck. I mean, that thing had to be like a foot and a half long. Yeah. I mean, I was really impressed. I'm like, man, yeah. I've, I've heard the saying before, but I get it now. I appreciate it on a whole new visceral level. Pretty cool. Um, Did you want to go up to it and kiss it? The the horse or the horse's dick? Either one. You know, I didn't thought about that. <laughs> Mondo, there's there's too many things on the bucket list. There's the rhino first, and then we're gonna, you yeah. know, we can we can add a horse maybe. But wasn't there uh, like a dude? Like I think there's like a documentary or some dude that like liked to take things in the bub. Bum. Oh no! And he allowed a horse to plow him, and like the horse, like, like, uh, like ripped open his colon, like, and died. Like it, oh. it like it, like it fucked, like literally fucked him up. It- yeah, this this whole conversation <laughs> took a, a, a bad bestiality turn. I blame you mostly. You sta- you-, <laughs> you started it. No one told you to bring up horse cocks in this conversation. Yeah, you started it, <laughs> and then I just ran with it. Okay, way too much, like you might from a rhino who's trying to fuck you. Mondo, what's happening in the world of Florida Man? Florida Man, Florida Man, causing mayhem when he can. Driving drunk as a rule, alligators in his pool of cloud. Here comes the Florida Man. Oh, that was fucking loud. I don't know what happened. Some, Holy shit. <laughs> some setting must have flipped or changed or maybe the original anyway the ow that hurt my ears florida man's we have two florida man's stories this week aaron Mm -hmm. the first one of which rare condition causes florida man's body to produce alcohol that's kind of cool this man's life was almost flipped upside down due to a rare condition his body produces alcohol on its own the condition called auto brewery literally auto brewery syndrome made Florida man Mark Mongiardo appear drunk even though he had not been drinking. As a result, he lost his job and even his own wife believed he was secretly sneaking beers. Finally, he was diagnosed with the rare condition that turned sugar into alcohol in the sufferer's stomach. To cope, Mongiardo has to limit carbs and take 30 pills a day. I haven't had pasta or pizza or anything like that since I was diagnosed in May 2019, Mongiardo said. Uh, about 60 instances of autobrewery system syndrome have been sub- described in medical literature. And that was the end of the, the, the uh, article. It not it fitting? Like, what other place would it be, like, fitting for someone to have contracted this disease? I guess, like, in, like, like Ireland? Like, you know, notorious drinkers in Ireland. Yeah. Or, I feel or, like the Irish would be immune to it. Pro- they probably all have... <laughs> They're they the, all they're born with auto brewery syndrome. Yeah, but you know how like um, th- there's certain people who are, are carriers, but they don't have the symptoms. Oh. Like Typhoid Mary, you know, she was this waitress who had typhoid fever, and she was spreading it around to anyone, but she was somehow immune. I feel like that's like the Irish. Like they probably all have auto brewery syndrome, yeah. but they're just 
They're, they've got natural immunity, and then you, you catch it from them. So I wonder, like in a, in a twisted marketing scheme, like if his body produces natural alcohol through his gut, if there's a way to extract that alcohol from his gut and like and like bottle it and like sell it? Yeah, I don't think that would work very well. Like it'd be it'd be like a very exclusive, you know. Yeah, booze. but it, there's all like the stomach enzymes and all that other shit in there. Uh, I it, wonder if he could drink his piss if he gets drunk. It's in his stomach. Yeah, but your organs probably filter that out. Like uh, Mondo, if hey, okay, hold on. I thought this. I hold, thought hold having on. this disease would be fun, but hold, it sounds like on, it's Mondo. boring. So, so you've been around many drunk people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Uh, Fraternity brothers, uh, friends, etc. I've been drunk too, believe it or not. Now, okay, so have have you ever been like, "Ooh, my friend is really drunk. I know, I should drink his piss." No, no, no. But I'm saying like his body produces alcohol, right? But so his body's producing it versus them ingesting it and getting into their system that way. It's all the same thing. All I'm saying is put like tap tap the dude's belly button. And I would like take a shot of it and so see. You, you you want him to be a human Willy Wonka's chocolate factory only with booze instead of chocolate. What I'm trying to say is I don't think functionally that's how that works. Well, what the hell's the fun of having this stupid disease then? If it's, it it's not. That's the that's the it's problem. A bullshit disease. I thought it'd be kind of cool, but although I I am wondering like if he eats like a little Debbie's like snack cake, does he just get fucking hammered? Because it says it's it's it Carbs. turns yeah sugar into alcohol. So if he just has like a really sugary product. If he eats like like uh, Ben and Jerry's Rocky Road, does he just get fucked up? Well, I guess it, I guess he doesn't feel the effects of the booze. It, uh, it's, well, it said it makes him seem like he's drunk. Appear drunk even if you had not been drinking. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know, man. Would be a, it would be uh, uh, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool, but I only think, if I think that would be funny. One it's of like, those powers. It's like, Bro, we're going to the bar. We're getting really fucked up. We're like going to do Jaeger. We're doing shots. It's like, cool, man. I'm going to bring the haagen <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. You'll see. That was it for the first Florida man question. Florida man question number two. Florida man accused of stealing nearly $1 million worth of milk. Uh, Dade County, Miami, Florida. A group of Florida men were arrested after Miami-Dade police said the men were involved in a dairy products theft ring responsible for more than $1 million worth of stolen items. Police told WTVJ that the six suspects were all employees of Island Dairy, a milk distributor that worked with MacArthur Dairy, a milk and dairy products company. Dude, this is the worst Oceans movie ever. Yeah. (laughs) The heist to steal milk. Instead of... Are we gonna break into a, a high-powered casino? Are we gonna break into a, a you know, a, a bank vault? It's no. We're gonna break into a milk farm. Uh, they were arrested as a result of an investigation dubbed Operation Got Milk. The police department said <laughs> Wednesday. The news station reported that the suspects were delivery drivers and dispatchers for Island Dairy. Wait, Mondo, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you can't gloss over that. What? It's Operation Got Milk. Yeah. So you you realize one hundred percent there was like five six police officers of officers sitting around a conference table. Pitching ideas. Yeah. Like what if if what they ended up with was Operation Got Milk, what were the ones that didn't make the cut? I don't know, dude. Operation Lactose Intolerant. <laughs> Since 2021, the suspects systematically pilfered more than $925,000 worth of milk from MacArthur Dairy, along with around three hundred fifty grand worth of crates and uh, an arrest report obtained by WTVJ said... The men would allegedly manipulate the ordering system, causing extra dairy products to be loaded onto the distribution delivery trucks. Police said the delivery drivers would deviate from their pre-assigned routes, meet with another individual who transferred the extra dairy products to their delivery truck. One suspect allegedly sold each stolen milk carton for $10. Operation White Gold. Yeah, see, milk is expensive. $10 for a carton of milk? Is that the going rate? I wonder what is it. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't bought milk. I haven't for bought milk in a long time. time, but I remember like it was a big deal when when we used to pay like two fifty three bucks for a gallon. I went up to like five six. We we're like, holy shit! Anyway, I remember back in my day, yeah. school, a little milk carton was a dollar. How how much were milk cartons when you were in school? You know those like little ones. I don't know, like fifty cents, twenty five cents. 
Uh, that's that was Armando. I hate to break it to you. If it was twenty five cents, that was not real milk. <laughs> Maybe <been> fake shit. <laughs> that was just. I did w- go to public school, dude. Water with white. T- yes, yeah, so did I. The suspects were identified as Johanny Padron, Jose Falera, Eduardo Alvarez. So basically, a bunch of Latin American dudes. Oh no, wait. There's one guy named Michael. Rod- oh, he's Rodriguez. <laughs> so a bunch of brown dudes uh, were stealing milk. I don't know. Is that is that like a is that like a victimless? Well, no. I guess the the company is the victim. But aside from that, is that a victimless crime? Yeah, I mean, aside from the people that they're stealing from, yes, it's a victimless crime. It's kind of like kind of like a Robin Hood, <laughs> like, but with milk. <laughs> if if that actually would be hilarious, if they were stealing the milk and then bringing it to underprivileged schools, that would be Rob, the yeah. Robin Hood of milk. I do not think that's what they're doing. Uh, that was it for that Reddit, um, dude. dude how, how, how 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 are they fencing the milk? They're just on the the like blacktop corner with a big trench coat. Hey kids, we got some new shit in today. You can pull that jacket open. We got we got two percent whole dairy free <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> like he's like, oh my god, we, we want the chocolate. We're hooked. We're addicted. See, this this is that's the thing. Two percent is a gateway milk. And then you get into the hard stuff, the chocolate milk. And then when you get really fucked up, Mondo, it's the strawberry milk. I'm really, I'm really, I'm more intrigued if it, if they're if they're able to sell black quote quote unquote black market milk for ten dollars a carton. <laughs> what is the actual price of a of a carton of milk? Like, I, I am curious. Like they 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 are so when you're buying some black market, you're assuming you're paying less than what you would buy at a store. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't you wouldn't pay more for something, I don't know, high end milk. I don't know. Unless it was like some boutique, like goat milk, fucking artisanal, some nonsense. That actually would be really funny if they were just stealing regular milk and they were rebranding it to. I mean, that's. I feel like that's half of the products at uh, like Trader Joe's or like Whole Foods. <laughs> okay, repackaged and then make the rich white folk pay more for them and think that they're more like boutique. Hold on, because now I want to know. Carton of milk. Milk duds. No. <laughs> God damn it, King Supers. Hold on. Because um, now now this is, this is great, like dead air, as I search King Supers' website for milk. Dude, it's not that. Okay, a gallon of milk is three thirty nine. Really? So then what's a, what's a carton of milk? Is a carton of milk like multiple gallons? I don't know. That's, I don't know. The mystery... Mystery remains unsolved. We'll get our crack research team on this and get back to you guys next time. But for now, let us move on to a speed round of Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. Thank God we don't have a theme song. Ask Reddit. Let's blow our ears out. (laughs) Uh, We'll just go through them in order. Sure. Mondo, what are your immediate thoughts when you hear a guy refer to himself as an alpha male? My immediate thoughts when they just a do just douchey, like like I don't know the are there is there such a thing as an alpha maybe just a guy with a bigger ego or someone that's more like maybe a very charismatic person a good look I don't know I'm pretty sure if there is they're not gonna refer to themselves as an alpha male well there's that see there's that that camp that that MMA camp a team alpha male and they're all like five foot four yeah they're none <laughs> of them are bigger than five feet tall. And they decided to, so it's kind of like a short man complex to call themselves alpha male. You know what? I, I think the same thing when I see, like when I hear someone say, oh, I'm an alpha male, basically the same thought passes through my head when I see a, uh, like a pickup truck that's been lifted and it's got like the chrome like accents and everything. I'm like, oh, this dude is compensating for something. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying a small dick. I just mean an insecurity of some sort. Which may be the byproduct of a small dick. How about this? An, a, a true alpha male doesn't call themselves an alpha male. I don't think. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. I think. I think. I think. Like someone can recognize someone as like, oh, that guy's alpha, or you know, that she's alpha because it's not necessarily be a guy. There are alpha females, but like someone else has to has to w that. You shouldn't so, be able to call yourself that. So the ask credit answers are, I can't take anything from him seriously from now on. Uh, someone else says it's a real life cheat code to make your reputa- reputation go to zero percent. Cringe, double cringe, triple cringe. I fourth that quintuple cringe, and then it just keeps going on for a while, and it, it ends with 
I squared equals negative one cringe. I don't I don't have know you, math that well. Have you ever met someone that's described themselves as an alpha male? Probably. Like I can't think of anybody, but maybe I'm sure I've come uh, across someone that's like, oh yeah, I'm an alpha male. And the the top answer is that he's deeply insecure. And then the reply to that narrator, he wasn't an alpha male. <laughs> Next question. What's a small thing that makes you unreasonably happy? Small thing that, well, my wiener <laughs> makes me a small thing. McDonald's coffee. It's a dollar. I think it's a dollar fifty in Boulder just because they're rich people up there. But just a, coffee, a cup of coffee from McDonald's, simple. I like it. Wakes me up. I could probably use one right now. Fair enough. What about you? <laughs> I was trying to think. I, you know what? Like the other day, I usually don't let Finn uh, like actually get onto the bed with me. Uh huh. But for whatever reason, I let him hop up, and then he did like the ultimate dog snuggle. Because Finn's usually not much of a lap dog or like he doesn't like to snuggle because uh-huh. I think he, he gets so hot. And he was like, I understand the privilege being bestowed upon me. I get up into the bed, so I will snuggle. And I was like, oh, <laughs> little dog snuggles. I think I think pets are, are one that will make a lot of people extremely yeah, happy. True. And, and that's not maybe, maybe uh, people don't think of that as a small thing. Maybe it's a big thing. Uh, let's see some of the other answers. Any elderberry says the smell of fresh baked bread. Mm, I do like the smell of fresh, but yeah, I like the smell of fresh baked bread. Driving by a bakery in the morning. Acrobatic egg says sleep. Going to sleep without anything or any reason to wake up at a specific time is bliss. A nap. A nap is when I have when I have enough time to take a nap. Jesus, that's that's the best. It's it's it was overlooked. It's an overlooked luxury when you're a kid because you just have all this energy. You don't want to go to sleep when people tell you to go to sleep. Now that we're older, it's kind of like, oh my god, I got an hour and I could take a fucking nap. Sweet. Back scratches. Oh yeah. You know I like uh, back scratches and and I used to like it when I had girlfriends that would like massage my scalp when I had hair, <laughs> like head scratches. Now I have no hair. When it's sunny. And I sneeze the moment I step outside. Actually, good sneezes are kind of fun. When you're outside and you can just let it rip. Mine are annoying. Mine come in groups lately. Okay. And here's the last, here's the last thing. Actually, I hadn't really thought about this one, though. And I, I'm not sure you could classify this as a small thing. But, like, when like I see something new that I've never seen before. So sometimes maybe it's, like, on a hike. I go someplace I've never been. Or just just something in, like, my everyday life. I'm like, oh, that's new, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it just excites my brain. I get, I get a little bit happy. And with that, I hadn't really thought about it like this. But when I saw that horse's full erection, I got a little <laughs> happy. I was like, fucking cool, man. I've never seen that before. But, like, I don't know if you can classify that horse's cock as a small thing because it was goddamn huge. Um, this this episode's going to be titled Horse Cock. Uh, what was something you've genuinely lost sleep over? Work shit. When I have, when I, 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 Try to get home and leave work at work. I really tried to just like, I'm at home, I'm done, I'm punched out, I'm clocked out. But there's some, th- sometimes there's some things where it's like, you just can't f- get that, that thought out of your head. And like, like knowing I have an early morning conference call or something like that, like it's crazy because I'll, I'll have like a conference call at seven and my brain will wake me up like way, way, way early. It'll, it'll wake me up at four, four thirty because I'm like in anticipation of like, Missing it or being late for the conference call or whatever and just shit like that, like that yeah, fucking sucks. Uh, for for me, it's always just house stuff, and it'll be like the seemingly smallest, simplest thing like with the bu- house building your house stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think I even mentioned this on the on the podcast, but you know, I we I finally got the siding on the house, but to get the siding up, you had to do these external penetrations. <laughs> so, sounds a lot sexier than it is. Um, it's just, it, you have to basically waterproof where the electrical outlets are going to be. Cause you, when you've got an exterior electrical outlet, water could potentially get through there into the inside of the house. And you have to do that for electrical outlets, like the, the hose spigots, dryer vents, all this shit. And it seems like it would be simple and it was not. And I think 
multiple nights. I literally woke up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, how am I going to put that driver in? And how, do, how am I supposed to do it? And I'm like watching YouTube videos for two hours, watching people do different methods. And that scenario with countless things has repeated itself over and over. I just have probably hundreds at this point of saved YouTube videos of people doing construction things and builds. And, and then I get onto weird rabbit holes of, of things that I don't even need to do, but I'm just like, Oh, how do, well, how do you, how, how do you build a shed base out of uh, like pressure treated timbers? I don't know how to do that. And then I wake and then I look at the clock. I'm like, Oh, it's six in the morning. I'm supposed to be up now. So rabbit holes and horse cocks. Got it. Horse cock into the rabbit hole. Oh, <laughs> True story. Fin- I'm pretty sure we also saw a beaver on that same trip. <laughs> There's there, are are there beavers in the uh, like Belmar Lake? Uh, probably. I, I I swear to God. And I was like, I wanted to explain to Finn the hilariousness of us seeing a hot horse cock and then a beaver. Yeah. And he, I was like, No, nah, he's not going to get it. Yeah. You won't understand. No. Um. This per- uh. Let's see. High five koala says feeling unwanted during my last relationship. Oh shit. Jesus. Sorry. High five koala. Yeah. Like, a lot, lot, lot of people sharing stories about feeling unwanted. Wow, this is going on for a while. Okay, this person, Salty626, says, Lately, it's been providing for my family. I'm in the midst of switching jobs, and it's nerve-wracking. He wrote nerve-wracking, but I know what he meant. Yeah. It's all on me, but if I stay at my current job, I'll end up killing myself or dying of a heart attack. F- fucking Christ, Reddit, lighten up. Being yeah. a good enough father, wow. Uh I feel like maybe our problems are a little bit lower stakes than these. Yeah, the burdens of parenthood must uh, not be easy, I'm sure. Let's let's see if there's one lighter one. And if not, let's just move on. Christmas is a kid. There we go. If we're talking adulthood, there was a time where I was living in a giant tent in the woods for work. There was a spider and it got away. <laughs> what? That was all one answer. <laughs> what the fuck? That was that was Tristamid. Uh thanks. Let's do one more and then we'll move on. Maybe two, maybe three. Sure. I remember I remember when we so my folks when we were kids, they would tell us in advance like hey, we're going to Disneyland or we're going to whatever tomorrow. And yeah, those the or like even like anticipation of Christmas, anticipation of going to a theme park, like it was hard to go to sleep and then you'd wake up early, like super early like Six o'clock, then we're like, "Come on, we gotta take a shower. We gotta get ready. We gotta go. We gotta go." And you're, you're meanwhile, your parents are kind of like taking their time, drinking coffee. Like, "Hey, we have to have breakfast." We're like, "No, we gotta go. We gotta go." What is the weirdest slash most disgusting thing you've ever seen at a party? At a party, God, we got plenty of them, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know, and I, I, I was a member of that fucking dumb dirty cup thing, so I think that's probably pretty gross. So explain what that is. So Dirty Cup in uh, the old college days was this dumb like subgroup we had in the in the Lancer Society society where if you were a member of the Dirty Cup group, you would be part of the group that would prepare a cup for the next guy being initiated and you would just throw random stuff in this cup like, you know, booze, cigarette butts, maybe a little spit or loogie or something. And <laughs> and uh, if you wanted to be part of the Dirty Cup group, you'd have to chug whatever was in that cup. So us dumb college kids, it's all, it's all fucking machismo. Like, I, I can do this. I'm part of the cool, tough kids. And, uh, yeah, I remember... I remember going back. That's how you can find out if there's a real alpha male present. Yeah. If they will drink a cup full of cigarettes and old piss brew. So, Ugh. so when the society died, and then we brought it back again, and I was a pledge master, like in 2017 or 18 or somewhere thereabouts, we had a big pledge class of like 18 dudes, and these. Kids these days are a little. Don't correct me here. They're just a little softer. They're not made from the same shit we used to. It's definitely like not in the '60s and the '50s, and it just kind of gets worse. Um, but when pledging was done and over with, someone had told these guys, "Hey, there's a secret like subgroup called the Dirty Cup groups." And there was a couple guys that wanted to join it. And I, at that point, I'm like 30 something years old. And I'm like, I'm like total parent mode. I'm like, no, none of you fuckers are gonna drink this fucking gross shit. None of you guys are going to do Dirty Cup. This is disgusting. No, no, I will forbid it. Christian Barron had even made a like, cool-looking paddle, 
and I wouldn't allow these kids to drink any of that nasty shit. It was just too gross. Uh, you know what? I, I will also use a, a college-based story. Not not so much gross exactly. It was more more probably on the weird side of things. Uh, but I don't. You will probably remember better than I do. But we had fraternity brothers who would do a a party trick, <laughs> and they they referred to them as ball tricks. Yes. So like they would stand with their backs facing you. And now these guys are successful business owners. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, these future leaders of industry and progress yeah. would pull their testicles away from their body and and twist them up sort of like balloon animals. And I remember they had like names for them like they're like this one's the hamburger. This one's the batman or the batwing. This one's the brain. This one's the, the, the brain. And and the crazy part was I don't know if you've ever seen the the movie Waiting, but this yeah. lo- this completely predated Waiting. Uh-huh. And then I I, <laughs> I I saw that movie. It's a you know movie about a a restaurant, and in the uh, course of the movie, there's a game the restaurant workers play where you're trying to unknowingly get people to look at your junk yeah. in different scenarios. Yeah. And I was like unknowing, my <laughs> our fucking fraternity brothers made this like. A, a feature of parties. Yeah. You're, they're like, guys, like, gather around. It's time for ball tricks. <laughs> uh, it got everybody's attention, and, uh, and yeah. So, let's see. I, these are all pretty long answers. At a house party with my boyfriend and a bunch of coworkers, it was late, like 3 a.m., and everyone was pretty wasted. Most of us were playing beer pong in the garage. I had to go pee, so I went inside. I opened the bathroom door, and the owner of the company's granddaughter was naked on her knees in the shower while two guys were pissing on her. Her boyfriend was in the garage, and one of the guys lived there. His pregnant wife was asleep upstairs. Jesus Christ. that That's some, like, next-level degenerate shit on all counts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't get the pissing and the poo-poo and all that stuff and all that. It, it, that I, don't, I don't get it. It's not me. Speaking of that, uh, Elf Princess says, girl was on something and just pulled down her pants and pooped in front of everyone. Nice. Party cleared out real fast after that. And then a, a reply said, party pooper. Pretty cool. And then let's see if I can just find one more short one. You know who had a knack for bringing that kind of person over to our parties? I'll, I'll give you two get one guess. Who, who had a knack for, for pooping at parties? Who, for, who had a knack for bringing strange people over to our parties that would... Do stunts like this, Eric Leiser? Yes, like what? <laughs> <laughs> he just bef- he befriends strange, strange people, and I don't know if I don't know if he does it because it makes him feel normal to like be friends with weirdos, but he'd always have a knack to like bring them over to the house and like, why'd you bring this fucking half lunatic person to it, our? It, it was like you know in in the uh, the Last of Us where. All, all the uh, what do they call them? The, the infected had that kind of like hive mind where they're connected. Uh-huh. It was like that. It was like just on a wavelength. He's like, "Oh, you have some sort of imbalance in your brain. I am naturally drawn to you, and you to me." Yeah, I think that's how that worked. Uh, last one. I've seen. Oh, this is from Reddit user just some apparition. He said, "I've seen a drunken army man in full uniform, deep throat a dildo in the middle of a kitchen full of people." As they were chilling and snacking. I mean, it was weird because it wasn't, quote, that type of party. He had just found one of the people's dildos, don't even ask me how, and thought it would be funny to take it downstairs from the kitchen where we all were and stick it down his throat. Hmm. Awkward. Yeah. I want to make sure it was clean before doing that. <laughs> I, you know, for this dude, that might have been a bonus if it was freshly used. <sighs> I, you know what? And I expect that from someone in the Navy, but in the Army, <laughs> I, f- I would have figured Army would have been butt stuff. But you know what? M- moving on, Mondo. We, we've watched a couple of, of series, but I don't think any of them are quite finished yet. And I, I just wanted to, to go through some of the best movies to watch while sick. Okay. Because I over the past three, four, five years, I've watched very few movies and... Uh, yeah, when I was sick, I was just just burning through movies. So first, let me pull up the post where I saved all my movies. So they'd have to be because we we were talking about this yesterday. They'd have to be movies where you could kind of, 
I guess fade in and out as you're sick. You don't necessarily have to be paying 100% full attention. So if it's got like subtitles, it fucks it up. Okay. Well, so so for starters, let, let's just – I'm going to give it a count of three. I'm going to go one, two, three. And then let's both at the same time say what, what we think is the number one best movie to watch while sick. Let's see if we get the same one. You ready? Sure. Okay, ready? One – Two, three. Human Shaun centipede. Of the dead. What? <laughs> Human centipede? <laughs> that was just a little joke. Oh, well, I've never seen it. Have you seen those movies? No. <laughs> so I think I think something about that last post, like the sickest, grossest things at party, that just yeah. sort, of, sort of brought it up for me. Been a lot of a lot of talk of horse cocks and uh, rabbit w- holes and kinky. beavers. Yeah, so. so for whatever reason, my mind went there. You think Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, because it's just funny and it's just a zombie movie, and and you know, I think the goat in bed sick movie is Princess Bride. Because he's even like that's the whole thing. Like, like he, the kid is in bed sick, and his grandfather tells him the story. Yeah, it can't be something with gross shit. It's got to be kind of lighthearted. Yeah, and it, well, it can't be like too fast paced. It can't be. Something you have to really pay close attention to because you're probably out of it. So on that, let, let's we'll just go through in order the movies I watched, and if at any point you want to jump in with the movie you watched recently, and let's rank it not necessarily on how good of a movie it is, but like one being the worst, five being the best of how good of an in bed sick movie it is. Okay. First movie I watched was John Wick Three. Uh, I give it a one as in yeah, it can't be a good because there's so much action, so much shit going on. If you're like feeling dog shit, like in bed and you're like bleary eyed, hard to focus, like all this stuff going on is you're just like, it, what the fuck is going on? I, I couldn't finish it. It yeah. gave me such a bad headache. I didn't appreciate it when he was running around New York. I mean, he he has a fight with with Boban, who's a like an NBA player, I think, on the Houston Rockets now. Uh, in the New York Public Library, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I also just didn't really like the movie. It, it just felt to me like more of the same shit. And it was very loud and there were lots of gunfire. I'm like, yo, I've got a massive headache. Fuck off, John Wick 3. Thank yeah, you. John Wick movies aren't intended to be like... They're, they're, that's they're, they're, uh, they're action porn. It's it's like it's, it's high-paced action fighting scenes, like hand-to-hand combat stuff and shooting guns stuff and... And sometimes some like gory graphic deaths. It's not supposed to be like. I hope your tum tum feels better while you're in bed. Well, and also, there's people that love that series, which is which is fun. Like I get it. I really like the first one, but after I'd seen the first one, I'm like, oh, okay. Like I kind of get it. You know, it's it's all just different variations of the same thing to me. Anyhow, second movie I saw was Emily the Criminal, starring Aubrey Plaza. I don't know what that is. Uh, she she's someone who is. Uh, like in a bunch of debt from art school, she's working like a just like a shitty kind of temp job where she's like uh, delivering catering and gets wrapped up in this ring who's doing credit card fraud. And then it's it's about uh, and it's a super super normal role for Aubrey Plaza. She's she's just playing someone from New Jersey, which is pretty weird, but not weird compared to most Aubrey Plaza characters. And yeah, she just basically. It's it's about her uh, delving into this sort of like low level life of crime. Uh, what would you rate it? I can't rate it because I haven't watched it. So uh, I think it was a. Th- this movie was sort of in the vein of remember like Kimmy, uh-huh. like kind of like a smaller. You know they weren't trying to do anything real big or expansive. There weren't too many characters. I mean I don't think it c- cost a lot to make. I think it was a good movie for for what it was, but I, I give it a two as a, a staying sick bad movie. I just remember I'm like sitting there like, dude, I'm not trying to think about credit card debt right now. Uh-huh. Like not not particularly lighthearted. Uh definitely some some tense moments. It not not the best for me. I got one. Yeah. So um it was a book originally that I remember reading when we were like in kindergarten or first grade maybe. Uh well the they they 50 made Shades a, of Grey? No. Then oh. they made this into a movie like in the early 2010s, I believe. I could be wrong. Uh, the movie was uh, Where the Wild Things Are. Mm. And why I think it's a good, like, sick movie is because it's it's a fantastic story. Um, you know, the kid, the, it's all, like, creatures and, you know, f- fantasy shit. Mm-hmm. And 
for me, when I think of something I want to watch when I'm sick, I know I want to go back to sleep. So I want something that's going to kind of make my mind go in a kind of creative direction so that when I sleep, maybe I have like these fantastic dreams to go with it. Dang, I should have asked you. Like I would have I would have 100% watched that. I have it. When I was sick. I have it on DVD. Yeah, but I'm not sick anymore. I'll let you borrow it. It's great. Yeah, no, those books were, I mean, they were illustrated, like really cool illustrated books. And I remember seeing the trailer for that when it came out, uh-huh. being like, holy shit, they just really captured it. Yeah. So I, I next time I'm sick, hopefully that's <laughs> never, hopefully I never get sick again for yeah. the rest of my life. That's going on the list. Uh, third movie I watched, Top Gun Maverick. Is that a good sick movie? Probably not. You know what? I don't know if I was maybe feeling a little bit better that at that point, but I gave it a four. I liked it as a movie. It really, I I thought Top Gun Maverick really was a great movie on its own. Would it be a sick movie? So so here's the thing: there, there were definitely some action sequences, but they weren't like 45 minutes long, like John Wick. Yeah, not as much gunfire, and it was a movie where there was it was definitely kind of like feel good vibes. Uh-huh. You really did not have to pay very close attention to exactly what was going on. Yeah. The only part that I struggled with was with some of the camera work uh, on on the like the jets. The jet fight scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, especially in the beginning. I'm like, dude, I'm getting dizzy. Top Gun Maverick. Can you, yeah. can you chill out a little bit? But it was very simple. It was like, we have this mission to uh, go blow up this uranium deposit on this bad country. It's like, what country? Don't, just don't worry. It's, it's a bad one. It's one of the bad countries. It's like, which... Top Gun Maverick, like what? What fucking country are they? Shut the fuck up. Just, just go with it. I'm like, okay. Brain turning off. So I, I actually liked it. I really. That was the out of the movies I watched. That was the first one. I'm like, oh, I really enjoyed this. As a non sick movie, how how would you rate it? Just as a non sick movie, yeah, movie? Just movie in general. I thought it was great. I thought it was excellent. I, I'm glad they brought back uh, what's his name, the uh, Val Kilmer, and and gave him a role with his capacity, you know, with limited capacity he had to like act. Because he's got all that like, whatever Dude, going that, on. That was the biggest like heat check of the whole movie, right? I thought I mean, that one scene, I was like, oh. Yeah, oh, it was good. Hi, Ice Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought he, I thought he killed it. Yeah. Um, okay, the, the next movie I watched was Alita Battle Angel. As a sick movie. Again, for oh, me. Oh, and just, just real quick, if you guys have not seen Alita Battle Angel... Uh, it was like an old Japanese comic book that wasn't even really, I don't think, that popular. And for whatever reason, James Cameron really liked it. And he was like, I want to get an incredible supporting cast and make... Pretty good CGI in the movie. For, for At the time, very good CGI for, for when it came out. I mean, it's not that old, but CGI has taken a big jump. So I, I, I would say it was good CGI for sure. So hold on. So then what do you rate it as a sick movie, one to five? <sighs> Uh, is the, so this is funny. As as a regular movie, I'd give it a like. I I rate it higher as a sick movie than as a regular movie. Okay. I give it a three as a sick movie on, on one to five. Yeah, because the the, <laughs> the the plot such as it was was kind of terrible. They didn't really even like have a full like story. They just kind of got to a point where like ah, movie's over. Maybe we'll do a sequel. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, a lot of the characters that like. Oh, so I wasn't even describing. This is some sort of like futuristic world where there is, you know, it's sort of after the apocalypse and uh, a lot of people are sort of like cyborgs now and they get uh, mechanical parts added onto them. A little, little, little bit like a cyberpunk feel to it, would yeah. you say? Uh-huh. Um, and, and Alita is, you don't really know exactly what her deal is. She's like, she's got like a regular human brain, but like it's like in an all kind of android body. Yeah. And the reason why it's hard for me to describe the plot of this, because they're like, I don't really know what the plot was. It was like she was trying to find out what she was, and you kind of sort of find out what she is, and then she's trying to fight a guy. But I, it, 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 this is actually a pretty clear and concise <laughs> description of what was going on. Because, but when you're sick, you're like, ah. Wow, that was cool. Look, look, the guy has a giant sledgehammer on his hand now. Wee. Yeah. So yeah, I would have probably been a lot more critical if I was feeling well, but I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm just like, ooh, pretty colors. Yeah, again, for me, like when I think of like a sick movie, it's some for me, like I want to go back to bed. I want to go rest. 
And in the process of doing that, like watching something that allows to open my creative mind up some more. Mm -hmm. So the fact there's like a bunch of crazy sci-fi nonsense shit going on. Yeah. Like robots just fucking, like you said, random parts. Like that like opens my creative mind. <laughs> there was a bounty hunter who was a cowboy, but then he had robot dogs. It yeah. Made no sense. They never really explained anything. I was like, sure, whatever. You just have to kind of... Great cast. They cast a lot of like pretty Incredible. good names. Yeah. What's his name? Christopher Platts or... Whatever. The guy, yeah. I mean... The guy that most known for uh, Glorious Bastards. J Jennifer Conley also... Yeah. She was in Top Gun Maverick. I'm like, Jennifer Conley, you're back. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's how I even found it. Because maybe I, I saw Jennifer Conley in Top Gun, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck else has she been in recently? And then it was Alita Battle Angel for some reason. Uh, okay, at this point, I was like, I'm not doing well finding sick movies, so I consulted Reddit. Okay. And the first suggestion I got was a movie called The Kid Detective. For me, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the rating right up front. I was a four out of five sick movie. Oh, so you did watch it? I watched it. <laughs> I, I was a great, for me, great, great sick movie. Basically, the premise of the kid detective was it, it's this like kind of 30 year old sort of ne'er do well loser who, when he was, you know, like a, a 12 year old, was like a kid detective and he was solving like who stole the fundraising raffle money from the school and like all these like little like low stakes cases. And he's he's just still doing like sh like little low stakes shitty cases in his thirties and like living uh, in, a, in a, like a tiny apartment with a roommate and like trying to find people's lost cats and things like that. And then he gets hired to solve uh, this high school girl like her this high school girl's boyfriend is murdered and she hires him to solve a murder. And it's like whoa, yeah, <laughs> big like, big jump, big 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 step up. In the uh, in the severity of the case, for sure, and I, I liked it because like the pace of the movie was a little bit on the slow side, and and it was it was a funny movie, but it was kind of like a dry, understated humor. So it was just like a very easy watch. It's kind of like you know, like if jo it's John Wick, you're like going down like White Rider Rapids, like running to rocks. Every this is just a nice, easy drift down a, a lazy river, and I enjoyed it. Um, and I thought, yeah, I even thought the conclusion of it, you know, of the mystery was pretty satisfying. I got one. Um, so I, I like watching like cooking shows and like reality shows that are based on cooking and watching people prepare food mm -hmm. and something about making a dish and, and like serving the dish, like it's calming to me. And so watching the movie called Chef with uh, Jean Favreau. Uh, I think Leguizamo's in it. Um, a bunch of other decent actors are in it. So Jean Favreau plays this chef that travels like the the U.S. with his kid and his food truck. Mm. And there's these like scenes, specific scenes where like Favreau trained, like actually trained to be like he, the scenes where he's cooking and preparing food. He didn't want to just like like pawn off as like he doesn't know what he's doing. So he actually went to like culinary school for a little bit and t got taught by some chefs there's like a scene where he's making a fucking grilled cheese sandwich like it's it sounds stupid but the, the way that they show him like putting it all together and the cheese and the butter and da -da -da -da, you're watching him make a grilled cheese sandwich it's like it's soothing like watching the food being made i feel like that would be great as long as you don't have a stomach bug I feel like if you had yeah. like, like if you're like, like if super you nauseous, shits. yeah, that might be a little bit rough. <laughs> you had food poisoning, you had the shits, and you're just like, yeah, I don't want to watch. You're this. like, that's the greatest grilled cheese. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I feel like I, I saw that movie. Was it was that several years ago? Uh, maybe a decade ago. Yeah, I think I did see it, and I just don't remember much about it. He's uh, he's like kind. Well, and at first, um, what's the chick that plays Black Widow? Scarlett Johansson. So Scarlett Johansson is like a uh, is like a like a hostess at one of the restaurants that he's kind of maybe the hint that there's possibly at one point there was a fling with him and her. Robert Downey Jr. was in it. Yeah, he was in it. Sofia Vergara. Yeah, guys, check out Chef. Anyway, uh, so there's like a scene where Scarlett Johansson, like he takes Scarlett Johansson home and she's like in like panty like or like or like slumber wear like a big shirt but she's like laying on his bed mm -hmm. and he's like preparing this dish like this pasta dish for her and it's like all like kind of sultry sexy like i said when when i watch food being made and it just kind of i don't know calming to me okay nice
All right, I'm gonna. I want to try to go through a couple of these pretty quick. I watched a animated film called Summit of the Gods. It was a French film about Japanese people trying to climb Mount Everest. Good animated film. Don't watch it when you're sick. Dude, that shit was depressing. It was like <laughs> I don't want to go too much into it, but yeah, not not like a feel good feel good flick. So I think I think after that I was like, oh, I need a palate cleanser. Like I wanna I wanna watch a feel-good animated movie, mm-hmm. and that's how I arrived at Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Is that, is that the most current one? Is it the newest one? Yeah, dude, it was fucking good. Did you like it? It was really good. <laughs> there actually was kind of a plot. I mean, there was some some sort of uh, ooey-gooey emotionality to it, but it was, it was funny. Yeah. It had a good cast, and then there were parts where the animation just went fucking next level. Like, it, at first there were... It, it kind of looked more like a normal DreamWorks sort of animation. And then it would shift and it would kind of go into that, like into the spider verse arcane level, like oh, next really? level shit animation. We're like, dude, what is happening? This looks absolutely sick. Huh? Now I got to watch it. Um, they, they had like, uh, I don't like Antonio Banderas. Oh, and they, they had, they had a excellent, excellent villain. There's, there is a, a, a wolf, like a Lobo fucking wolf uh-huh. who is death. Like, Carrying like two, there are parts where I'm like, "This is terrifying." Uh, like, is this for kids? Holy shit! And then I don't want to watch it. No, I, I, I actually, I think Puss in Boots: Last Wish just a good watch in general. <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, we did it. We found a good animated movie." Uh, then I watched The Woman King. I like that one. I don't know if it's a good sleepy time movie. It, it was. I, I was. My actual note was like, "I'm glad I saw this when I was feeling better." Because I think it was just a dope movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Um, Again, that's tangent, quick tangent. You want to watch like a woman empowerment movie that's not like, like it's not doing it for, it's just a good story. Yeah. And the fact that she's a female, like that's just, who cares? It's just, you don't need to force some agenda down your throat. Just make a good fucking movie. And that was a good example of like. Well, well, and also, I mean, the the fact, so so just the, 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 general overview is this this is set in like uh sort of colonial africa uh-huh. uh and it's there's this this tribe who's warring with a a uh, they don't even call it a tribe it's a kingdom an yeah. african kingdom warring with a neighbor a neighbor uh neighboring african kingdom and kind of at the center of all this is the slave trade yeah like the 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 bad kingdom is stealing their people and selling them off to slavers and sort of in the middle of all this, like the king has this like elite female guard. It's kind. Of, it kind of is like the uh, what are they called in Black Panther? The Wakanda. Yeah, there. But there's like the women like warriors in Black Panther. Oh, I don't remember what they're called, but yeah. But anyhow, it's it's this like very like elite like women uh, like king's guard basically. Yeah. It feels super believable the way they did it. Yeah. Because it's just sort of like, yeah, like women with like knives and pointy things who are really well trained. Oh, yeah, I can believe they could kill a dude. Yeah. The the acting was really good. There was like a good mix of like actual character development versus action. There was a hell of a du- uh, twist. Didn't you yeah. think? Yeah. I don't want to give it away. But yeah, I, I think Woman King, I would give it like a five out of five as a regular movie and like a three out of five as a sick movie. Okay. Then I watched Booksmart. I don't know what that is. Uh, it is super bad, but with chicks. Uh, it was good. I liked it. It was it was like instead of uh, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill, it was basically the premise is it's like these two girls who are like super overachievers. All they ever did was study, you know, student government, like the whole thing. And then the one of them realizes that other kids in her class also got into really good schools, but like were partying the whole time and having fun. Uh-huh. And they decide that. They're gonna try to like make up for all of it with like one insane night of partying. Cool. Uh, it was it was a fun movie. I don't think it was nearly as funny as Super Bad, but in my notes I'm like that's probably good because I was like still coughing a lot like yeah. with the respiratory, and I probably would have had really bad coughing fits. Uh, to wrap it up, I saw Parasite, incredible movie, bad, sick movie. Yeah, I, I give it like a two out of two out of five. Especially if you have a a bug. <laughs> not gonna go into into it too much but parasite was uh it was subtitled that was one and then there's just a lot of going on there's like a lot of symbolism a lot of metaphor like you i think to really appreciate the movie fully you really have to be locked in and paying attention i just didn't have that that sort of uh that sort of focus and then the last two i watched isle of dogs 
that won't put me to sleep. Like, and I, I, I wanted to enjoy it because I like that dude's movies a lot, a lot, I like a lot of his movies. That, that dude being Wes Anderson. Yeah, I like a lot of his movies, and I wanted to enjoy it, and I just couldn't. Like, it put me to bed. Like, stat, like within five ten minutes. Oh, interesting. I really liked it. For me, it was like a four out of five. Sick movie. Because um, cause it, it is not very fast-paced. It, it's almost like a folk song. It has that kind of like, you know, that, that lilt in the conversation and dialogue. Yeah, I, I could see. I mean, Wes Anderson movies are not usually the most uh, action-packed. Last movie on my list, Mondo, speaking of action-packed, this, this was the most insane fucking movie I've ever seen. Like, literally the most... Like, you remember the movie The 300? Uh-huh. Basically, it was like some guys in Bollywood watched... 300 uh-huh. and they're like okay we want to do that but with british colonialism in india but we also feel that the 300 was way too realistic and grounded so we're just going to make it like 400 times more insane than that movie huh. and then they came up with rrr which i think it was like something like rise revolt roar or some shit like that that's the name of the movie rrr uh, it's on Netflix. It was the craziest shit I have ever seen. It, I mean, like, like the 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 beginning where the guy outruns a wolf and then like punches a tiger in the face was possibly one of the most realistic action sequences in the whole movie. <laughs> there, there's there's a part. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but like, there's a part where the guy uses a cougar as a projectile weapon and throws it, like picks up a cougar and throws it at a British soldier. Pretty cool. And there's another part where one of the other guys is using a motorcycle as a blunt weapon. He's like swinging it like a club. Nice. It was bananas. In the middle of all that, epic dance battle. Just <laughs> like all the Bollywood, uh, yeah, I like those dances. Well, I think... I think we learned in whatever language it was, like the word for for dance is like taco. Is it? Or something like that. Oh, I love tacos. Yeah, but they're just saying like taco, taco. I'm like, (laughs) like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. They're just repeating taco and doing the most crazy. But like, I think there had to have been some sort of CGI or editing or something to their dances. It was nuts. Uh, RRR, if, if I had not watched that last, it would have been terrible. It was really long too. It was like three hours long. Oh, no. But when I watched it, I was like, this is the conclusion of my sick movies. I think I'm, if I was well enough to make it through this whole movie, then I, I'm, I must almost be better. So if you want to see just some absolute insanity, RRR would, would fit the bill and then some. My last sick movie is, don't laugh at me, it's called The Ramen Girl starring Brittany Murphy. And again, go see see notes pr- prior to what I was just saying about how I like watching food preparation. It's soothing, and it's all about her learning to be basically a ramen chef. And it's like soup and broth and fucking noodles and the veggies, and the, it's just yummy looking and soothing. And rip, I like ramen. Rip to to Brittany Murphy. Yeah, that's cool. R.I.P. Wait, it, wait, it, wait, 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 sad note. <laughs> I was talking about the movie, not her, dude. Mondo, I think, I think. Really, what that tells me is you just want ramen when you're sick. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> could you watch another movie and just eat ramen? Probably. Or, or would, it, would would your ideal thing to be to watch the ramen girl while eating ramen? That would be perfect. Like eating, even it doesn't have to be ramen. You could be eating a cup of noodles or, or, or pho and watching the ramen girl. And you're just like, that's just a trifecta. And then Brittany Murphy's ghost comes and starts talking to you. She's like. Giving me head. It's like, do you th- how would her ghost give you? I'm just saying, if you make it, you're talking about making it perfect. You want Brit? That just took a turn. So basically, you're you're perfect. Like when you're sick in bed, uh-huh. you want to be eating ramen uh-huh. while watching the ramen girl and having a a transcorporeal spirit give you oral pleasures. Hell yeah! All right. On that note, <laughs> we, we, we've. we've, we've we run the whole gamut of degenerate. We're talking about a horse cocks and horse beavers, cocks and bestiality, beavers. and ghost sex and ghost sex, ghost oral sex. So you're you're welcome for that. Uh, I think that that probably wraps up this uh, wraps up this episode. Was there anything you wanted to add? No, sir. 
All right. Well, hopefully neither of us get sick in the next week and we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming. Thanks for listening and watching and all that stuff. We will see you guys in a week. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.